0: Hello, and welcome to Chaplain's Word of the Day. I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett, and I invite you to come along with me as we explore God's Word so that we can be inspired, challenged, and comforted together. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett, and today I want to share a word about playing taps as I comment on Genesis chapter 35, verses 9 through 21. This passage reads, And God appeared unto Jacob again when he came out of Fadamaran and blessed him. And God said unto him, Thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. And God said unto him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins. And the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed after thee I will give the land. And God went up from him in the place where he talked with him. And Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him, even a pillar of stone. And he poured out a drink offering thereon, and he poured oil thereon. And Jacob called the name of the place where God spake with him Bethel. And they journeyed from Bethel, and there was but a little way to come to Ephrath. And Rachel travailed, and she had hard labor. And it came to pass, when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said unto her, Fear not, thou shalt have this son also. And it came to pass, as her soul was in departing, for she died, that she called his name Benoni. But his father called him Benjamin. And Rachel died, and was buried in the way to Ephrath, which is Bethlehem. And Jacob set up a pillar upon her grave, that is, the pillar of Rachel's grave unto this day. And Israel journeyed and spread his tent beyond the Tower of Edar. Uh, Many years ago, when I served on active duty in the United States Army, I was in the headquarters of the 25th Infantry Division at Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. I once went into the office where the post-public affairs system was operated from. Now, every Army post has bugle calls to mark out the periods of the day, like Reveille and Chow Call and Work Call. But now, of course, they're not bugle calls with a real bugle, but they're on some sort of PA system. Back then, it was on tape, and now I'm sure it's done on a digital file. In any case, I noticed that the PA system had been labeled with a name, and that name was Private Pruitt. You see, Private Pruitt was the character played by Montgomery Clift in the movie From Here to Eternity. Private Pruitt was a talented bugler. Uh, At one point, he was, I think, a corporal in the uh, Drum and Bugle Corps at Fort Shafter, Hawaii, but he was also a skilled boxer. And in a boxing match, he blinded his opponent and from that point on, he refused to box anymore, and then he was transferred out of the and Bugle Corps to serve in the 25th Infantry Division as a private and as a rifleman. Now, in the movie, the only time Private Pruitt played the bugle in the entire movie was when his best friend had died in the post stockade. That evening, at Lights Out, he took the bugle away from the bugler, which wasn't a very good bugler in the first place, and he played taps. It was a haunting tune, and the notes of that tune always stir the soul. But on this case, it was, it would just chill you to the bone. The crisp, clear sound of that bugle playing taps just caused a chill to run up my spine. You could feel Pruitt's grief pouring out through the bell of that instrument. He was grieving his lost friend, his lost career, his lost avocation, his lost opponent. And the emotion of that moment could really rip the heart out of your chest. Now, Jacob faced a similar moment when he lost his beloved Rachel. And we need to see that today as we consider God's word from Genesis chapter 35. What we see in these verses is that Jacob lost his beloved. He loved Rachel like no other. Now, he had another wife, Leah. In fact, she was his first wife, and he really didn't love her, frankly, as much as he loved Rachel. Rachel was his soulmate, and his emotional world revolved around her. Now, not only did he love her, but he also loved her children. We know from later passages that his favorite was Joseph, but he loved all her children, and she loved him, and they both knew that God wanted them to have more children together, and so they continued to have children, and in this case, she was trying to give him one more child, but in childbirth, she died. She wanted to call uh, that child Benoni, which means a child of my sorrow, or son of my sorrow. Jacob, however, changed that name. And out of love, he called this child Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. Then he buried his beloved, which he had no choice but doing because he could not bring her back. He could not keep her from going on to be with God. She was gone, and she had to let. he had to let her go. He buried her, put a stone on her grave, and he went his way. So it was all over. Their love was finished. Or was it? Truth be told, it's obvious that Jacob grieved his beloved. He lost his beloved, and he also grieved his beloved. Now, we don't know exactly how he did that. The Bible does not say, but there's no doubt that he loved Rachel so much that he had to grieve her when he he lost her. Humans pine. They long for what they've lost. They want their beloved one back, and they wish that they could turn the clock back for even a moment. We know how Jacob grieved Joseph, and he probably grieved Rachel in the same way. Look at With me at Genesis 37 verses 34 and 35. After Joseph had received the news that uh, that, uh, after Jacob had received the news that Joseph had died, (laughs) which we know he had not died, but he had been sold into slavery by his brothers, this is what Jacob did. And Jacob rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his loins and mourned for his son for many days. And all his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted and said, For I will go down into the grave unto my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Like the lost sheep where the shepherd had 99 sheep, but went and wanted to find that lost sheep, Jacob wanted to find the one that he lost. He lost Joseph, but before that he had lost Rachel. I know from observation and from experience as a pastor and a minister, it's particularly hard for a man to be widowed. You see, men usually pass on first. And truth be told, in many ways, men are often less emotionally resilient than women are when it comes to loss. Uh, and often men really do need a woman to look after them. That's changing some as our society changes, but I still believe it is harder for a man to lose a wife than it is for a wife to be widowed. And we too, of course, grieve our lost loved ones. Usually it takes up to a year to fully adjust to a loss, and sometimes it can take even longer than that. Sometimes people can lapse into depression and have what we call complicated mourning or complicated grief, and and we can fixate on our beloved one that we lost. In many ways, this is like playing taps over and over again in our lives until it starts to eat away at our soul. And Jacob was all the worse for his grief because he had no explicit hope of ever seeing Rachel again. He didn't know what we do today. God had revealed himself to Jacob, but in a more limited way, uh, less developed as he has revealed himself to us. Life after death was not something that was assured of at that time, or maybe even understand or expected in the life of Jacob. And it's possible that once lost, Jacob thought Rachel was lost forever. So when death comes, it's all over, right? We play taps, relationships are finished, we put the tombstone on the grave, and that's all she wrote. Or is it? We now have the benefit of the full counsel of the Word of God. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18 says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, God will bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that which we are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words Jacob lost his beloved, Jacob mourned his beloved, but Jacob now we see will see his beloved again. Jacob will see. Rachel again. Like Jacob, the early Christians had a similar problem. They knew that Christ was coming back again, but in the meantime, Christians were dying. Believers, people that they loved were dying. Where did they go? Were they lost? Jesus was going to come back. If they died before Jesus came back, what happened to them? Well, Paul had written to the church at Thessalonica to help him with them with this very issue. He said, we are not to grieve as those with no hope. We can and should grieve. We should mourn the departed. It's part of the human condition. But however, we have a hope that others do not have. In Christ, we have the hope that we can see our beloved ones again. Our hope is in Jesus. He saved us from our sins he'll come back again, he'll bring those who've gone before with him, and then we will meet them in the air, and we will be with him and them forever. You see, those who have gone before are safe in the hands of Jesus. There will be a horn played, but it won't be playing taps. There'll be a shout. The archangel will announce that Jesus is coming. A trumpet will sound in victory. Yeah, I think instead of uh, instead of the mournful sounds of taps, we might hear the stirring sounds of charge. I don't know. But I do know that Jesus and all our loved ones will come for us. And we who remain shall rise up and meet them in the air. And there will be a reunion at that time that the world has never seen before. Here's what we can know. Our beloved ones are safe in the arms of God. We don't need to fret for them. They're not playing taps in heaven. So we don't need to play taps for them continually here on earth either. The Lord is coming one day for us, and He's going to bring those who've gone on before with Him, and we will rise up together in Him if we are in Christ. My friend, here's the most important thing Will you rise up to meet them? You can if Jesus Christ is your Savior and Lord. Like all of us, Rachel was someone who was loved. And that person was Jacob. And he lost her. And he mourned her. And he's going to see her again because of his faith in God. And the same can be true for us today if we only choose it and if we only allow Jesus to be our Lord and our Master. I want you to do that today. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another portion of God's Word that we can consider together. Every blessing, I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett.